Hello, <laughs> and welcome back to Bros the Murder with Andre Matthews and my new co-host. Angeline Galloway, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are a true crime podcast that brings light to cases that don't get enough attention, but we also play some sick-ass jams. So, uh, uh, Shivery isn't dead yet, so let's do ladies first this time. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna dive right in. Yeah, let's just kick it. Okay. <laughs> I, have to, I, have, I have to go for a run and like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we minutes. go. Let's do it. Have, you might hear me hydrating in the background. Okay, I mean, I'm just drinking a glass of wine, but two kinds of people. <laughs> Living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly am. Okay, let's do this. So... This mystery begins last November in Forsyth County, Georgia, when Tamla Tammy Horsford, a black mother of five, died during an adult slumber party. Um, but before we get into it the details kinky. surrounding this... Oh, sorry, what? It sounded kind of kinky, an adult sleepover. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, exactly what were you doing? Is this a swingers party? But <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs> Anyways, before yeah, we get into it... horribly. <laughs> swinging gone wrong <laughs> but anyway yeah <laughs> you're fine um i just want to go over the background of forsyth county because i feel like it gives a lot of context to why this case seems so fishy um so in 1912 there was racial cleansing by angry mobs that drove forsyth county's uh, 1100 black residents out of the area in a matter of just a few weeks um, and this happened Jesus after two- Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It happened after two black teenagers were hung for allegedly raping a white woman. Um, and in addition to that, a mob of about 4,000 went to the county jail and dragged out one suspect, shot him, hung his body in the town square, and then set fire to all the black owned churches and businesses. Um, they were armed with God guns. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> sticks of dynamite bottles of kerosene um once all the black residents had been driven out the mob stole everything from their tombstones in the county grave to their farmland um and the residents never reclaimed any of their property uh i wouldn't either i would yeah they never came back never never look back (laughs) never look back move forward (laughs) onward (laughs) gotta just keep yeah onward but um so during the 1950s and 60s in Forsyth County there was no segregation simply because there was nothing to segregate there was not a single black resident <laughs> left in the county um and it was an entire 75 years before another black person lived in the county and the demographics only started to see a notable shift in the early 1990s so it's very very recent that there's been any kind of diversity any, here yeah um <laughs> because got you know the history never forget yeah it's like you I really want to live either um yeah no my great grandpa got a stick of dynamite thrown at him yeah I'm good like pass <laughs> it's gonna be a hard pass for me dog <laughs> um anyways there's a ton more I could say about Forsyth County but we don't have the time if, if anyone wants to know more though I recommend watching the 1987 episode of Oprah where she visits the county and talks to the residents um and i'll link to that on twitter at murder there's also a book about it called blood at the root by patrick phillips and it sounds pretty interesting so 
Anyways. Yeah, Oprah's like Hulk and Queen. <laughs> Oprah got she up in there. She was not all. afraid. <laughs> I would have been like, it's going to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll telecommunicate. Yeah. <laughs> you can Skype me in. Anyways, so on to the story. Like I said, Tammy died at a sleepover with all the mothers of the football team that her son was on. Um, in addition to the 10 women that were at the sleepover, there were three adult men in the home. Um, she was found face down on the back patio. And Andre, did you say you have audio of this 911 call? Yeah, I do. And I'll, I'll add that in. Okay, too. yeah. So we'll, we'll pause here. This is the part where we'll play the audio. Forsyth County 911. Hi, yes, um, I, I need an ambulance and a place to my home. What's the address? 4450 Woodlake Court. 4450 Woodlake? Woodlake. Woodlake, okay. All right, 4450 Woodlake Court. What is your name? My name is John Myers, J-E-A-N-N-E. Okay, and your phone number is 609. Yes. Okay, what's going on? Um, we had people over last night when we were drinking. Most of us went to bed. One of them stayed on the balcony. She was drinking, and we just went out outside, and she's laying face down in the backyard. It looks like me. I'm guessing maybe she fell off the balcony, but she's stiff. Okay, is she breathing? I, I, don't, I don't know if she's face down. Okay. How old is she? At 41. Here, hold on. Hey, this is Jose Barrera. Hey, have y'all checked to see if she's breathing? She's not moving one bit. She's not breathing. Um, okay. I just tried to assess her Tesla. She's completely face down in the yard. Um, she is stiff. Okay. Do you know if she... Um, do you see any blood or anything? Where she... Are you there? I am. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm not... I was outside. It's okay. I'm not sure what happened to Alana for a second. Do you see any blood or anything to where, from where she fell? Um, I, I don't know if I should move her over. I mean, she's completely fucked down. Okay. I mean, can you just check and see if she's breathing? If, if she's not breathing and you, and you know she's gone, then just leave her where she's at. If she... Okay. One minute. Uh, I'm completely not sure. Okay, and that's the only blood that you would see? That's what I can see without moving her over. I had okay. her face. Um, do you know if she, um, do you know if she was suicidal at all? I have no clue. I've met her one other time. Um, you know, like my girlfriend said, people were over last night. <clears throat> um, just, we were had, she was, her birthday party, we are not the woman that we believe to be deceased, but it's my girlfriend's birthday party. Instead of having everybody go out, she had everyone stay in. And she was the last one I saw before everybody, I mean, everybody was typically put off to bed. She was the last one in the kitchen. She was just either waiting around for a ride or waiting until the morning. Okay. How far is the, um, where she would have fell from, how far is the deck from the ground? Um, I would probably say 
approximately 20 feet. Okay. You know, 20 feet from where your feet would be on the railing. The railing itself is maybe three and a half, four feet. Okay. And what is her name? Uh, I know her name. We call her Tam. I'm assuming that's short for Tammy or Tamra. Was she there with anyone else? Uh, her name is Tam Horsford, H-O-R-S-F-O-R-D, so the black female. Um, I don't believe anybody was. Uh, my girlfriend has cameras here on the back deck that we can check. Okay. That I think would have caught the incident if she fell from here. Again, I, I, I don't know. How, it's, it's hard to say if she fell from from the deck or if she was already downstairs. She was the only on smoker second. here. And, I'm sorry. There's a lot of information. Okay, I'm so sorry about that. So you think she's possibly right. out um, smoking? Yeah, she was, she was the only smoker. I mean, I'm, I'm on the back deck right now, and, you know, cigarettes lighter, that type of thing are out here. Um, okay. So I'm just trying to see where I'm going to risk my came from. Okay. All right. Um, have, are all the people that were there last night, are they still at your house? Okay. Okay, there are four people that were here last night that are no longer here. Okay. And they just left this morning or they leave last night? Uh, do you know roughly what time each of them left? Uh, we, we, we can check. I mean, she's got an alarm system that gives alerts when the doors are open on her phone. Okay. But I would. I think the last time that I personally saw Tam was probably about 1 in the morning before I'd gone upstairs to bed. Okay. And, and at that point, she was the only one in the kitchen. I know. Okay. Let me see where the, everybody is. I have one um, deputy that's about to pull into your subdivision. So I'll stay on the phone with you just for a minute. Um, is this going to be around back? Is that the way he needs to go? Right. So we, um, when he pulls up to the residence, uh, there will be one, one, one car in the street, four in the downtown. And does he need to come oh, and go through the house, or does he need to walk around the back? Um, they they can go around to the to the side. I'm going to grab my shoes, and then I'll direct them when they get here. No, it, it, it'll be easier for them because she's laying in the yard down, you know, basically on the patio downstairs. Okay. Uh, I have one that should be pulling up. Do you see him outside? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll let you go then. 
And we're back. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so basically the homeowner's boyfriend, Jose Barrera, calls 911, says she's lying in the yard on the patio downstairs. She's not moving. She's not breathing. I'm noticing a small cut on her right wrist. I don't know if it was self-inflicted. And the coroner determined that Horsford suffered from multiple blunt force injuries caused by the fall as well as alcohol poisoning. And he ruled the death an accident, but friends and family don't agree and are requesting further investigation into the case. Um, And it should also be noted that the case only became public knowledge after a court employee accessed documents related to the case and ended up getting fired. And that employee just happened to be Jose Barrera, the boyfriend of the homeowner and the person who made the 911 call. Um, So there's been a lot of speculation online about what really happened that night. And this case is fishy to me for a couple of reasons. So, number one, during the 911 call, when Barrera said he noticed that she had a cut on her wrist but didn't know if it was self-inflicted, like, that is such a strange detail to point out. And why would you not just assume that the cut was caused by the fall? Like, is there some weird motivation behind wanting the police to believe that she hurt herself? Like... Yeah, why just throwing it out there? We didn't ask your hypothesis on the spot, man. Yeah, and like, are you like implying she threw herself off the balcony on purpose? And what are the chances that this woman fall or hurt? Yeah, like, what are the chances this woman slits her own wrist at a party and then throws herself off of a balcony? Like, it just seemed really weird to me. That seems a little excessive. Like, I get, you know, yeah. <laughs> you do one or the other. You don't just do both. Yeah, I don't know. So I was like, that's a little weird. Um, the medical examiner also noted that she'd suffered injuries all over her body that would have been impossible to get from just one fall. Um, and they're inconsistent with simple blunt force trauma. And somebody on Twitter said, what is, oh, 40 year old black football mom Tammy went to a football mom sleepover with seven white women and she was found dead, beaten up. Also, three men were at the sleepover. Where is the news coverage of this story? So basically, everyone agrees these injuries seemed more consistent with a beating. Um, and friends and family have pointed that out as well. Then there was the fact that after all this happened, like I said, Jose was fired for legally accessing the court documents related to the case. And that could have just been morbid curiosity about what happened that night. But there's also the possibility that he had like a nefarious interest in how the investigation was going and if any evidence had been gathered. So there's just like so many theories about what actually happened that night, and it would be impossible to run through all of them, but here's some of the more common ones. Um, Was it possible that she was thrown over the balcony post-mortem to cover up her murder? Was she beaten and it was staged to look like an accident or a suicide? And again, family members who saw the body said her injuries looked more consistent with a beating than a fall. Um, And people have pointed out that she had head and face trauma as well as a broken vertebrae, but no broken nose, even though she was found face down on the ground. And they also noticed that... Yeah, I feel like if you fall face first on the ground, you're probably going to break your face. Yeah, if you're falling from a balcony, like, how do you not have a broken nose, but you sustained all these other injuries? Um, And then they also noted that someone falling, whether they were intoxicated or not, would probably use their arms to break the fall. But her right arm wasn't projected upwards or even outwards. Um, And between this and the actions of Jose Barrera during the 911 call and subsequent actions that led him to being fired, it just kind of reeks of foul play. Um, Especially given the history of Forsyth County, Georgia, like where they only started to have minorities living there in the early 90s. And this one black woman at this sleepover ends up dead. Like, I don't know. I don't trust it, but anyway. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of, did you ever hear about that case in Australia where those two people, like, went on a Tinder date, ended up on the guy's apartment, 
and then the date was found dead after oh she- the chick just fell yeah, off it's yeah like she accidentally like, oh, fell yeah like she accidentally fell 14 stories and there's like audio recordings of her asking him to like please don't hurt her i don't know so this case just reminds me a lot of did that. he ever get arrested i don't know i really don't uh, probably not I know. <laughs> honestly he's just like i'll live in his best life probably clubbing it as we speak he's just, yeah, he's just back on super liking everybody <laughs> he's a premium user <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has gold rewind <laughs> fake location all of it goodness anyways that is the possible also, I, feel like, I feel like some of those additions on tinder are like i feel like some of those like accessories on tinder is real like murder bait like fake location why picking a location man? yeah you're like i want to know who you are where you are the other thing that scares me is when people like redact their age i'm like what are you <laughs> hiding <laughs> Like, these are just simple facts. You can't give me yeah. that. <laughs> I'm like, I automatically do not trust you. Also, if you only have torso pics of, like, your two-pack abs. <laughs> I don't know what to think. That or just, like, just, like one, picture, one picture just really close up with, like, a shitty song underneath of it. I, so, I went on a Tinder date last week, actually, which probably nobody needs to know this. But anyways, one of his pictures was him with, like, this really cute puppy. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that dog is so cute. How long have you had her for? And he's like, oh, I've had her for a week. So I'm like, you immediately took a bunch of pictures, threw them up on Tinder as girl bait. I was like, oh God, get me out of here. I fell for it. I have a friend who has it. I have a friend who has a bunch of pictures on Tinder of him and Anna and, and a baby. And people, oh, is that your kid? It was like, oh no, it's my friend's kid. I just posted with it. <laughs> I was like, you gotta stop throwing that. Yeah, man. you know those guys. They're like, I'm just really good with children. Let me put one inside of you. <laughs> it doesn't feel natural with the comment. <laughs> oh <sorry>. God. <laughs> I just want to feel you. <laughs> Be closer to you. <laughs> And he always had like a dirt mustache and greasy oh, hair. God, God, get me off Tinder is basically the moral of this entire story <laughs> is what I was trying to get at. <laughs> In a roundabout way, yeah. fuck Tinder. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is ban <laughs> Tinder. Uh, <laughs> All right, so great story. You did amazingly. We're going to take a short break and then get on to mine. Don't be cautious, don't be kind You committed, I'm your crime Push my button, anytime You got your finger on the trigger But your trigger finger's mine Silver dollar, golden flame Dirty water, poison rain Perfect murder, take your aim I don't belong to anyone But everybody knows my name Cause you're just a clown By the way, by the way You've been uninvited Cause all your sweat is 
story is about the shooting of a Fitzgerald Bradford and this story is like basically the cops fucking up again and then not wanting to admit to fucking up. Tale is old as time. Yeah. Song is over Beauty and the beast. Beauty and the police. <laughs> Brutality and <laughs> the police. <laughs> Alright. So, on November 22nd, 2018, Fitzgerald Bradford, who is an African-American man, was shot three times from behind, killed by police the night of Thanksgiving. Uh, he was at the a, a Galleria Mall, it was like a strip mall in Hoover, Alabama. Uh, police responded to a shooting at the mall where two people were shot, another African man, and then like a little girl who got hit by oh, accident. No. And he was, yeah, he just happened to also get shot, but he was killed. So, I'll give you a little background on him. Uh, he's from Alabama. He was 21 years old. He was born. Oh, he was only 21? And he went, oh, man, that's yep. rough. And he went to high school like normal, you know, had some issues, got his GED. But after that, enlisted right into the U.S. Army in 2017 and went through basic training. But there were some issues and he had to leave before he could complete his uh, advanced technical training. But basically, there's basic training that makes you like into a quote unquote soldier, and then you go on to your individual training, which is like okay. top specific. So before he could do that, he had to get out. And then after getting out, he just worked full time taking care of his dad and uh, who was dealing with cancer. So basically, he was just taking care mm-hmm. of his father every day. Yeah. A noble guy. So on November 22nd, around like 10 at night, an altercation involving two random people happened at a JCPenney's, probably over the <laughs> uh, Give me my denim, Martha! <laughs> the men and it. <laughs> God damn, bitch! You got I it! it. <laughs> so, uh, one of the men initially claimed to be ba- uh, Bradford, but later, following an investigation, turns out it wasn't Bradford. It was some dude named Aaron Brown. But they thought that Bradford reportedly drew a weapon on an 18 year old so there's two people fighting and they assume that they got hey all black people look alike uh two dudes fighting one pulls out a gun and starts firing a straight bullet hits a 12 year old girl and everyone kind of scatters uh the bystanders say that the two police showed up and immediately approached bradford being the wrong person because he was running away from the shooting probably because everyone else is running away from the shooting because right. someone just got shot without a word or hesitation the officer pulled out his gun and fired Brad- fired at Bradford two times in the back <sighs> killing him instantly yeah and uh, the guy who actually fired the weapon Brian Wilson I mean the guy who started the altercation he had injured a 12 year old girl a uh, 12 year old girl was fine now she got hit in the spine but technically it didn't mm-hmm. like hit her spine so she was fine uh, he himself was shot twice in the torso but also he lived uh, after the shootings and all the bullets settled, everyone went away. The mall immediately closed that night. Uh, the 12 year old girl had a fractured rib in the initial shooting, but her spine was still intact. A 70 year old woman oh also got God. injured, but she was just like also fleeing and fell. Yeah, she, she just fell and hit her hip and broke it in like <laughs> no. a bunch of places. <laughs> Grandma, no. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get airlifted oh, to a hospital. Poor woman. But oh my god, I feel so bad for her. 
Yeah, she just went to JC Penney with some hot deals. And <laughs> she was just trying to get the bargain. She didn't for ask for any of this. <laughs> no, she's pissed <laughs> off, too. She's like, fuck this town. <laughs> fuck this town. Alright. And she's like, getting airlifted away from she's the She's like, JCPenney. no, my hip's all broken. I was just trying to have a nice day out. <laughs> so, so the Hoover Police Department turned all the video over and uh, collected evidence, uh, which turned out well, we got turned over to a different agency because the agency was like, hey, you guys are going to fuck this up. <laughs> One of you guys killed someone. You're going to cover it up. So, of right. course, you cast off yeah. somebody else, which is good. During the investigation to the shooting, an additional gun was found and, uh, in what is called Santa's Village, which is a portion of the mall. You know, it's around Christmas and things. Oh, like I thought that was code for Santa something. I was like, okay, Santa's fun code name. <laughs> All right. See you in the <laughs> A literal Santa's Village. <laughs> So the cool kids hang out at. Okay, I'm with you. That's not where they're like buying crack cocaine. No, that'd be a good name though. Yeah. Santa's Village. Oh. <laughs> Village. Okay, so doubt grew that Bradford was the initial shooting because he wasn't. In a conference, Captain R- Ricardo of Hoover Police stated that the initial shooter would need to be determined by investigation into the shooting. Captain Ricardo also stated they believed that initial altercation may have had more people involved than originally suspected and clarified that the separate investigation is because of one of their officers killing right. somebody. <laughs> Late into the evening, a police department issued a correction saying that Bradford, guess what, was not the shooter. And they said the shooter was not in okay. at all. <laughs> Furthermore, Alabama law enforcement agency took over as lead investigators because they said, hey, you guys <laughs> fucked up really bad. <laughs> Y'all done goofed. <laughs> Not only did you kill the wrong person, but the, you didn't even get the guy who started the fight. You know, some people just suck at their jobs. So, <laughs> you had yeah, one, one job, job and failed miserably. Yeah. So a suspect in this shooting, Arian Martinez Brown, was arrested finally by the U.S. Marshals, right in the police department. The U.S. Marshals had to step in and arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was charged with attempted murder of Wilson, the other person who was shooting. So on February 5th, the Attorney General of Alabama released a statement reported that the evidence regarding the police shooting. And he said, well, they said that, because, you know, when things like this happen, the family tried to get it pushed up to the grand jury to get the officer right. arrested and charged. And this was Alabama's response to that. They determined that, quote, Officer One identified E.J. Bradford as an immediate danger and delayed threat to innocent civilians, thus shooting Bradford to limit the threat and therefore did not commit a crime under Alabama law when he shot and killed E.J. Bradford. Thus, the Alabama rules of professional conduct, uh, basically they won't set it up to grand jury because the officer thought he was doing the right thing and oh they told God. the family to fuck off. Great. Well, yeah. Great. Uplifting. Um, <laughs> fair. <laughs> oh my, because he thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah, like oh, you thought you were, you thought you were in a right, but guess what? You weren't. If I, I wish I could have that excuse every time I got right? in trouble in school or something like that. I, I just really I believed that I was in the right. Like intent does not equal impact. <laughs> like what? You killed somebody. <laughs> so the mall reopened the day after the shooting at six a.m. and the two officers who were involved in the shooting were placed on administrative leave pending the investigation. You know, that's duty. When reporting, <laughs> basically a paid vacation. <laughs> when it was. <laughs> When it was reported that a 21-year-old was deceased, the family and victims demanded that Hoover Police Department, like the chef, not the chef, <laughs> the chief, chef's kid, they wanted him to step down. 
But you know, yeah, you should be right. fighting your fucking job because you suck. Uh, protests were organized uh, by an active group, activist group called uh, Justice League on the following Saturday, which yes. is an awesome name for an activist group. Bring one woman. We're, we're going to handle this. Green Lantern. <laughs> we're going to handle this. Uh, so they they all flooded the mall to boycott the mall because uh, the incident happened here. The cops, you right. know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot going on. Reasons to be pissed. Uh, protests also gathered around the Hoover City Hall, calling for the police department to release the videos to the public so everyone yeah. can like make their own judgments of it. The prosecutor then shut down U.S. Highway 31 because there's people on there carrying signs saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, Justice for EJ. So basically the whole town was like up in arms about this. Uh, the family of Bradford hired a civil rights attorney in addition to uh, contacting the chapter of the Alabama chapter of the NAACP and they all issued a press release saying that this was extreme and excessive police force and that Bradford was basically yeah profile, I'll fucking say yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something we can agree on here <laughs> and then uh, following that on like several other dates between uh, that Thanksgiving, December, January, February, there were a crap ton of marches just to keep trying to bring attention to this because the police station just wanted to die down and go away, as you know they yeah. would. Yeah, like how do you just jobs. botch something so completely? <laughs> like so severely. I've like fucked up in my life, but you like really fucked up. <laughs> like even at my job here, like I, I use my words first. I, there's one dude where like scan him through the game oh, and he's getting ornery as shit and I'm like listen man like, I get it it's Sunday you wanna get the yeah. word I wanna get out of here yeah <laughs> like, I gotta get your bombs <laughs> can you please cooperate with me and after my 30 minutes of me just chatting with him he's like fine you're like um I know that we are both trying to get somewhere uh bombs are serious you don't you wanna get blown up and why I might be up. concerned you don't wanna get shot come on help me out come on oh god um, it's so good chatting with you. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun talking about. I guess we'll see how it goes. We'll let the people decide. Yeah, and I hope they enjoy the music. I don't know exactly who we playing this week because I haven't <laughs> set it up yet, but it's gonna I be good. It. I promise you that. Uh, make sure you follow us on the social medias: Bros and Murder on Instagram, Murder Bro on Twitter, and Bros and Murder on Facebook. Uh. Hmm. Oh, I did make a Facebook group, but I currently banned from Facebook. What did you do? <laughs> okay, I, I, I made a men of trash post. The amount of times banned. I've been banned over that, but you can't stop me, Zuckerberg. <laughs> I will spread my message. Oh no, I'm gonna keep saying it. Men are basura. <laughs> so when I when I'm back online, I make a Facebook group. <laughs> you can all join. You're out of me. Facebook jail. Plus. Yeah. Um, what, what else? Our spot. Uh, the Spotify playlist. You know, if you have any recommendations, just shoot me a message. I'll put it on there. I'm probably gonna change it like every week. You're such a curator of fine art. And uh, oh yeah. Well, last week was about it was like my emo mood, so everything's all like sad. Just and stuff. very mid two thousands. My Chemical Romance. I'm really week. getting in there. <laughs> Hawthorne Heights. It's like it's like it's like a real like I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. I'm about to about feel stuff. something. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna stop me. Close the curtains. All right, and uh, we'll see you next Bye. week. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Yeah. All right. See ya.